This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Bradley Trainer is oh, back. I'm back. It's so nice to be back. I've missed you all, oh. and I want to hear about everything I missed because I know I missed a lot because I didn't pay attention to anything. I'm so glad that you didn't. Yeah. Yay, I mean, that's. Attention. You have to do it, kids. As much as we suck up, uh, we put our mouths on the hose pipe of pop culture every once in a while. It t- tastes. Good. It um, feels good to not it tastes slap your good. lips on that pipe of stuff. Well, um, I haven't done this in a while. So. Can you keep going on this? I'm kind of enjoying it. That's yeah. what she said. Okay. I missed a lot. You did. You definitely missed some stuff. Um, where do you want to start? Well, the biggest story, I'm the, the thing I, I actually was bummed to miss which is not does not happen very often the the opportunity to discuss is a conversation about oprah's interview with harry and megan because yeah. that took place on monday and i was not here all last week so um i i really did did miss that um you know like i i wanted to to have that conversation so i'm glad that we finally get to be back together and and talk about it as a family cuz i want to hear how you guys talked about it and what you guys thought about this momentous um interview okay so let's i mean let's do it why let's do don't it. you bradley <clears throat> Um, tell me where you want to begin. Okay, so let's start at the very beginning. Very good I mean, place to start. For you guys, what was your biggest takeaway or what was the biggest sense on Monday after this interview took place? I have watched the interview, just so uh, you all know. But what was the conversation immediately, immediately after. after the interview? Because I know that, you know, it, it continued on as a narrative throughout the week. So I think that the very first thing that was of note was we were very surprised at the places where they went. Yep. Um, you know, we we sort of started with that thesis of, you know, we had been suspicious that they weren't going to go places. Like yeah. what was going to yeah. be new in this mm-hmm. interview? And we were both, I think it's safe to say, Holly, pleasantly surprised with the tea that they spilled yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the candor of the conversation yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it there... got real personal Ooh. real personal okay so yeah. let's okay so what stuck out to you bradley then you know with that in mind knowing that that was our first reaction what parts of that stuck out to you so to me it was just the level of candor and name dropping even though there were some very specific names they didn't drop that I wish they would have, but 
But <laughs> but they went there about. Oh, I I will say the whole thing about Kate Middleton. Ooh. That story, the tears, the crying. Yeah. Yes, the like how willing, flower girl, how willing she was to, um, to tell the story behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and like. I was just surprised that we were getting that level of honesty from her or uh, candor, I guess is the better word. Mm-hmm. Um, her perspective about what happened like that, that was really eye opening. Um, and I, I, I do here. Can I just say it before we go any you further? Can say the, whatever you want. The biggest. You, you've been backed up for a while, <laughs> honey. You just let it out. I am pop culture constipated, <laughs> mm-hmm. but this is my dose of fiber. Oh, you want one of these? I know. <laughs> it's coming for you. There you go. Oh, I missed it. I, uh, I'm sure other people have said this. I was reminded of how much, as much as we give her crap, I missed Oprah. Oh, me too. Because I think Oprah did a great job of being all of us in reacting to the things that Meghan and Harry were saying the way we would all be like, what? Yeah, right? And she wasn't just sort of keeping it to herself. Like she was like letting like she was reacting. Now, I don't know how much of that was theatrics in the sense that she knew what Megan was going to say. Okay, I'm glad you said that cuz that was actually one of the questions I had, which was, you know, how much did they actually talk about this prior? Yeah. Um because okay, I did not see this as a journalistic interview in the sense that I don't know that she was held to the same standards that, uh, like ethical standards that a journalist would hold themselves to when they were doing a non partial sure. story, right? Yeah. Like this and they very... owned, like, from the very beginning, she's like, thanks for, you know, letting me come to your wedding. So, like, she was owning that. Right. That, mm-hmm. um, that they bias. have a friendship. Yeah. Right. And so I was curious about that because, you know, at the very beginning, the first thing Oprah said was, like, we need the audience to know you don't know what I'm going to ask. And I I thought, you know, the thing about this is that could be a lie. Yeah. The lie detector test could determine that that is a lie. But I got the impression as they were talking that that there was truth to that, that that they were very much. I mean, she was playing the part of us. And wanting to dig deeper into these storylines as she doled them out. Also, by the way, I want to see the full interview. Yeah. Like, I wish that... The outtakes. Yes. I, <laughs> well, I'm like, there's there, there's stuff there, man. There's stuff. The, the, the other thing I will say is, like, it's clear that this was this was produced very well. And that's, that's another thing I uh, wanted to convey about missing Oprah is that she knows how to produce a piece of quality interviewing television. You know, we can talk about what we think really happened or who we really think was telling the truth or what, you know, like what real drama was going on behind the scenes. But at the end of the day, you have to honor um, Oprah's ability to give everybody the story that they didn't realize that they wanted because right. I found myself just getting caught up in all of it, like having emotional reactions and feelings about this story that matters not to my world generally, Mm-mm. right? Like specifically, I mean, we're all invested because we have been following this story. But I'm sure that the average listener was, too, having emotional, you know, you're relating things in your own life. Like, ooh, what would I do if somebody did that to me? Or how would I react? Like, she just knows how to create that piece of compelling television. Right. And again, as much as we sort of poke fun at her, you have to marvel at her 
you know, she still got it. She does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bradley. Okay, so that was sort of you know initial reactions to the actual interview, but so much has happened throughout the last week while you were gone. Yeah. Around the interview, it wasn't just about Harry oh. and Meghan. Oh no, other people made it about themselves. Ooh, it has been mm-hmm. real awkward up in here. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any um, questions uh, well, or things, f- blanks we can fill in regarding Piers Morgan? We have not. I just want to make it clear to the audience: I have not told you. This is what questions. True. I'm going to ask you. This is actually although we did true. talk about the fact that I was going to ask you questions. Mm-hmm. Um. I do want to understand why Pierce Morgan, Pierce, Pierce Morgan, Pierce. he's always been this horrible, horrible person. Yeah. How did this happen? Like, was this just because I honestly did not dig into this story much? Was this just a rant he decided to go on? Like, where, like, he literally just inserted himself into a story that did not involve him and then sort of like walked away in a temper tantrum right okay so basically you know because everybody was talking about this interview everybody's talking about it as you guys were i'm sure as our entire station was so it aired the next day in great britain oh sure and that they had a whole different conversation about it right so like you know they're having it from their angle and you remember pierce morgan has always had an axe to grind with Meghan markle yeah for sure because he believes that they had a friendship that she abandoned at some point. I mean, it's just, so just dumb. So, like, he's a grown man. Is what? he, though? No. No, because he, no. he showed well, us this, that he wasn't. This week, as many weeks in the past, he has shown us he is not an adult human. So he, I mean, he was just real down on her. He was not actually talking about the, he, he okay, so it was this type of situation. He thought that he was talking about the interview and he thought we would all be so stupid as to think he was talking about the interview. But what he was really doing was having his own emotional reaction to this person who he despises. Yeah. And the rest of us were on to it. And so then it was later when his co-host, one of his co-hosts, the weather guy, Alex, something with a B, like called him on it. It was just basically like, this has been really difficult to listen to you have this personal reaction to Meghan Markle. And he kind of set him straight or tried to, attempted to, right? Attempted to point out to him what was problematic about his reaction to Meghan Mm -hmm. Markle. And then he couldn't take it. Like, he literally was one of those people who, when somebody holds up a mirror to you and was doing it really in a thoughtful way, but like a pointed way, um, it wasn't excessively uncomfortable. It certainly wasn't the kind of holding a mirror that Piers Morgan would be doing to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Piers Morgan marched off the set like a petulant child and basically said, I'm not doing this. I'm not having this conversation and like marched away. And that was the last we saw of him. Do, do, mm-hmm. th- does that not feel planned staged like totally you know for what? reaction it, not 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 on the part of the person who called him out uh-huh. but his reaction to it so what's interesting about that is i think there are a lot of questions about like how many conversations itv had with him off the air about the complaints that were coming in because here's the other thing you need to know bradley over forty thousand complaints came in about Piers morgan wow. one of them from megan markle herself 
because what he was effectively doing was dismissing, basically saying she was lying yep. about her mental, her suicide, yep. um, th- suicidal ideation, yep. her mental health. Yep. Um, he called her a liar on so many accounts that what that ends up doing is sending a message to other people who are suffering with mental illness. It's super dangerous. Yeah. And she called that out. And other people called that, that out. Um, and so there, what we don't know is how many conversations were happening behind the scenes between ITV and Piers Morgan about the the compl- the actual real physical complaints they had gotten. Um, and so who knows at that point if that w- it could have very well could have been staged. Like he very well could have known somebody's going to call him out on it and he's going to march off. You know, yeah. who knows how that how that all played out. But ITV's statement I, I I highly recommend you look it up about him leaving was so pointed and so um, it was few words. I, I will say there's a piece in the New York Times about Piers Morgan and what his future might be. Um, and I would just say that if you're interested in why he maybe uh, did what he did, it's very interesting what what's in the works for Piers Morgan. There's money waiting for him elsewhere. Yeah, it seems like this might have been an opportunity for him to jump ship uh, into a different opportunity. Uh, but worry so. not, he will make himself look like a victim throughout. Oh, I have no doubt. And then, and then uh, I, we can't get into it, but then Sh- Sharon Osbourne got well, involved, and we'll talk about that later. I know, cause... we'll talk about that. And I also just want to say how the royal family missed the biggest opportunity in the world to have Meghan Markle. Whatever you think of, you know, Harry and Meghan, um, any member of the royal family, whatever drama you think about from the crown is real or not, at the end of the day, they missed a huge opportunity not keeping her in the family. This is what or I'm giving her the opportunity to stay in the family. And and then the second they missed the second opportunity when they were given the opportunity to talk about the racial issues that yeah. she brought up and the mental health issues that she brought up. They missed an opportunity to be positive models for how to have a public conversation about yeah. really difficult topics yeah. that we should be having a conversation mm-hmm. about. And instead they said we will deal with this privately. And that to me is such a huge huge misstep i can't well for even a family who constantly enough. says we're doing things in public to show people yeah you know like uh, the queen is going to take a, a train to vacation instead of like some private chat like oh you can show the public things like that we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
that are important. But you can't actually do the hard work together. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Beautiful Elizabeth Reese has joined us with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Nice to have you all together again. We're happy Agreed. <laughs> it's very pleasant. Um, all sorts of dirt to get to today. Let's talk about the weekend news um, with A-Rod and J-Lo. This has just been a journey. We've it's been on a journey with these two. A major journey. I don't know what's going on. Something's not going I don't know. It's not looking good. Uh, no. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez um, have planned two weddings and then called them both off. It, mm-hmm. One was in Italy. One was in the Hamptons. Now, granted, it is a pandemic, so that made things kind of complicated. Yeah. Um, they got engaged originally in March of 2019. Uh, they postponed their wedding twice because of the pandemic, but then page six revealing Friday that their relationship was over after two years, Um, that they have all sorts of business ventures together and they've been working to divide their assets in the past few weeks. Then the couple issued a statement on Saturday insisting that they are still together, but are working through some things. A Saturday statement. This is yeah. Something does not add up here, and I am uh, flummoxed as to where to actually go for insight. I believe. Well, I have some beliefs. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh. Well, why aren't well, you going to share that? You no. have to get <laughs> that. No. Here's what I think is happening. I think he he did some stuff. Yeah. And I think she is trying to save face. Yeah. And I think that. They, I think he knows he owes her a debt of gratitude in, in a lot of ways. But I also think that they very, they have a very real, like their families have a very real connection. Yeah. And so in order to sort of untangle that and do that in a more um, humane process for everybody. Right. They've agreed to make it look like this union is fizzling and not. Like a bomb went off. Well, yeah, clearly that strategy changed midstream, though, because you don't put out one statement and then come back and say, no, 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 because now you just make yourself look completely unreliable. And it's um, very bizarre. What I'm wondering is if one camp went rogue and then the other camp Mm, was like, tap the brakes. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember, there were all those stories about um, A-Rod texting with that Southern Charm star. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, but I mean, that's just like surprised? so predictable. Yes, so predictable. that's why I don't feel like, like this get, should be a surprise to anyone. I know, but like you get J Lo, and then you're texting. I don't, I don't know. But then we also <laughs> know what Hollywood relationships do often. Yeah, which is try to manipulate us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Alex Rodriguez. I mean, <sighs> he had his own reputation mm-hmm. prior to this situation. Centaur. Yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. So anywho, I'll keep you posted on All that. Right. I guess they're trying to work through some things, and they were up all night talking on Friday. Sure. Which is why they made a terrible decision to issue that statement yeah. on Saturday, mm-hmm. because sure. they were sleep-deprived. Yeah, and I know exactly. you make poor decisions when you're sleep-deprived. That deprived. is true. Hey, congratulations to Beyonce making history with her 28th Grammy win. That she was is now big. the most decorated female artist of all time. She looked fabulous in those earrings. Did you see the earrings she oh was wearing Oh my gosh, night? I wonder the weight of those. Like huge. It looked like she was wearing telephones. I'm very sensitive to heavy earrings. It makes me real stressed, and I got to get them off of my ears. 
These must have been made out of something that were light, right? They said, I am the queen. Yeah, I love it. She's just great. I mean, listen, she probably has somebody else's ears to (laughs) wear her earrings for her. You know what I mean? She's like, like, here, put on. Like, she's Beyonce. She can do whatever. Well, then her after party look was just as stunning. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. I got to look it up. She's only seeing her her custom Burberry. Oh, gosh. Those two words together are great, yeah, aren't they? Right? And Pippa Middleton had a baby, by the way, her second baby. Oh, congrats. So that's a little good news coming out of the UK. Everything else is very bad out of there right it's now. It's very awkward. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Elizabeth <laughs> Reese. Hey, Thank when you. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some pop culture mysteries to solve. And we do that in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item, and we're going to have some fun with it after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, I'm sorry. Quick aside. Did you see what Miley Cyrus's sister Noah was wearing last night at the Grammys? No. It was quite a do. I mean, it was like a whole experience. She definitely got some eyeballs on her for that outfit. All right. uh, That's not why we came here, though, on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, happy Monday. Hello. Hello. All right, let's get back on this blind item bicycle and see if we can solve these celebrity let's Here's our first one. This national reporter has apparently told friends he's writing a book about his real identity. Which has long been assumed, but never proven. Oh. Um, what's his name? Dylan Farrell. Oh. Uh, not Dylan. I mean, not Dylan Farrell. I'm yeah, sorry. Ronan uh, Farrell. Ronan. <laughs> oh. Dylan's Dylan Far- his sister. Yes. Dylan Farrell's brother, Ronan Farrell, has apparently told friends he's writing a book about his real identity, which has long been assumed, but never proven. I am so curious and not surprised at all. He is a mysterious human. Agreed. That is accurate. And the assumed identity is the son of Frank Sinatra. Old blue eyes. Yeah. You can go to the internet and look at some pictures. Mm, I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty... It's so obvious. So obvious. I'm interested in this. Okay, sorry. That's all going. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. The sudden turn of events in the relationship of this couple had to do with a financial agreement put in place to have them be a couple until some things are resolved in regards to a racketeering trial. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So the strippers on speed dial hoping for some big paydays this week will just have to wait. <laughs> oh, I love you, NT Lawyer. That would be J-Rod. J-Rod and Alo. Yep. J-Rod, you know, that's mm. a publicationship name. Sure. Yeah. So, the sudden turn of events in the Ooh. relationship of Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez had to do with a financial agreement put in place to have them be a couple until some things are resolved in regarding in regards to a racketeering well, trial. Mm. So, those strippers on speed dial hoping for some big paydays from Alex Rodriguez being a single guy, well, they're just going to have to wait. Okay, so that helps explain what has been a tumultuous week for these two oh. in Publationship Town. Thank you. Because you know what it reminds me of instantly? No. Kim and Kanye. Why? Oh, the like 
the relationship that won't die. Yeah. Well, remember the thing we learned about why their relationship um, had everything to do with a court case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a net like they planted the seeds of when the relationship ended. And by they, I mean, the alleged supposed is Chris Jenner Mm -hmm. is planting things in tabloid headlines because they can then use that in a court of law to determine when the relationship uh, actually ended, which determines how you separate and divvy out responsibilities legally. And, you know, this would suggest that perhaps there was some uh, some arrangement or some financial something mm-hmm. or other that that needed to have their relationship end later than last week. Yeah, so the headline from January is that Alex Rodriguez is being accused of racketeering and civil theft. And this dispute stems from a real estate venture that he started with the younger brother of Alex Rodriguez's ex-wife. And uh, there's a lot of uh, ins and outs and a lot of details, but basically Alex Rodriguez is accused of racketeering and civil theft. In a lengthy filing. Okay, so so there's okay, fun real interest. So there's a lot of funny money things. This makes me this, because doesn't this make more sense than like somebody cheated? Yes, mm-hmm. because yes. if somebody cheated, there are ways you handle this in Hollywood, right? Right, like people are no offense, people are cheating all the time. Oh, constantly. That doesn't, but the headlines don't necessarily reflect reality. The headlines generally reflect, you know, the celebrities trying to protect themselves. Right. And yes. that's exactly what's happening in this case. Yeah. The, one of the things in this... Allegedly. Com- Allegedly, alleged- supposedly. <laughs> in this you. complaint is that Alex Rodriguez and two other defendants implemented a mortgage fraud scheme Ooh. where company employees would fraudulently write rent checks for properties in Florida, creating, oh tenny- creating phony tenant rolls. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of stuff, phony checks, mortgage schemes, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my and gosh. So if, I live such a boring life. So if we're to believe the blind item, perhaps, well, one of the things that was mentioned in a lot of the page six exclusive articles that were published on Friday afternoon was that Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez had joint business ventures together. So their money is legally intertwined in a lot of different ways. So one could be like, oh, well, where's Jennifer Lopez's money in all of this? Where's all that? I mean, there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. It's not just not a, enough answers. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. just having sexy Zooms with a reality TV star. But that could have been happening as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like that's that a, probably yeah. was that's like the easy answer. That's the easy thing that they want us to know. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve this afternoon. This foreign-born, one-name, permanent A-plus list singer is really frustrated with the process of putting together snippets of her voice for an attempt at a record. At this rate, it would take another solid year. It isn't like she'd tour for it or anything no, no. either, so she just kind of wants to throw in the towel. Rihanna. Boo. Yeah. 
That's just sad. Okay, so yeah, fill in the blank and then we'll go back and fill in all the blanks because some people might be wondering about that. All right. So Rihanna is really frustrated with the process of putting together snippets of her voice in attempt at a record. So at this rate, it would take another solid year and it isn't like Rihanna's going to go on a tour for anything. So she just kind of wants to throw in the towel. So we have talked about this issue before with Rihanna and why she's not touring and it has something to do the alleged supposed it is something to do with her voice being damaged and i don't remember how it was damaged it was from smoking all the reefer really well that was a blind item from last week bradley that you missed it that one of the things that was leading to damaging of the vocal cords was indulgence in recreational smoking Mm -hmm. so she's now turned to edibles because it's easier on the vocal cords because she's trying to record Mm -hmm. wow I know, it's sad. Well, I hope she gets that thing fixed. Because we miss her we beautiful miss her voice. music. Yeah. Okay. Got, got one more? This gossip mystery is vintage. And it's been confirmed. So, Ooh, try to, so um, vintage being probably like the, six, the 70s, 80s. Okay. We'll so during it. the peak of this permanent A++ list band that had a complicated relationships between band members, the tallest member, who was also foreign, became very attached for a while to a blow-up doll. <laughs> he dressed it up in nice clothes, put makeup on it, and had it sit behind him when he was playing. One day... The other band members got tired of this and made it disappear. If you asked him about it now, he would blame all of that on his out-of-control drug use at the time. Oh my gosh. I really want this to be like the Beatles. Okay. No, Ringo is actually the shortest person. (laughs) So the first band that came to mind, although I don't know why, because I don't understand the also foreign. Well, he he is foreign-born. The person... With they're the just adding doll. the tallest member and also the for, the foreign-born member of the band. But well, what, what I'm asking then is, is that implying that not every member of the band is foreign-born? Correct. So my first response then was Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh my God! I don't know why, but for some reason I just saw, I don't know, somebody got a blow-up doll. <laughs> so who's the tallest Lindsay member Buckingham? of the band? No. And also is not of the United States. Oh, so then it's got to be the other um, one. That other one. <laughs> I don't know the What's names of the name. Than... Hold on. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, it's Bob Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. To Colleen. Thank you. Bradley, I'll ignore your answer. What did you say? Bob Fleetwood. Good old Bob Fleetwood. Hey, my name's Bob, and I'm Fleetwood. Bob of Fleetwood Fleet- and Mac. Mick's cousin, who they let play the triangle on a couple of tracks <laughs> in the early 70s, but he didn't quite make it to the rumors era. Uh, so... Here is the blind item. Mick Fleetwood was attached to a blow-up doll for a while. Not like physically, but emotionally. Well, could have been physically too. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They generally have that like, you know. know. Stop. Socket. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Did you say socket to me? No. No, I said She put a sock in it is what she was trying to say. Okay. Anyways. Mick Fleetwood used to dress up a blow-up doll and had it sitting behind him when he played the drums, and everybody else in Fleetwood Mac got sick of it. Mick says, it's all the drugs, but NT Lawyer's kind of alluding, nah, nah, you liked it. But it was the 70s, a guy having a blow-up doll behind him while he's playing the drums, like, that is the least concerning thing about the 1970s and bands that I've ever heard of, so enjoy.
Enjoy your blow-up doll, Mick. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show last night, we uh, viewed the Grammy Awards. What did we think? We'll tell you when we return. Uh, Bradley's got his blow-up doll behind him, mm-hmm. and we're ready to talk after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly Bradley. Did you hear that? It's one to three inches. I'm grateful because <laughs> I can't take much more than that. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> I just, mentally, I can't. All right. I'm not saying Too anything. Much. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley's been asking questions about the snow off the air, and I won't give him answers. Well, I just I don't have it within me to actually look. So I was hoping somebody would tell me. And Holly did. Thank you, Holly. Oh, You're welcome. Look at that. Um, okay, so last night the Grammys were on. You don't say. I do say. And I don't, you know, listen, there's many ways to watch the Grammys. There's the, well, there's only really two. There's maybe, a lot of ways three. to skin a Grammy. Isn't um, that the saying? I think that's not the saying, but I'll go with it. Okay. So you could watch in real time. You could watch maybe a replay later, or you could do what a lot of people do and just go back and review that beautiful bean footage the next day where you just kind of like very quickly go through the performances. Yeah. Because really, at the end of the day, the Grammys is just a concert. Yeah. With some awards sprinkled in. That I don't know about you guys, but I, I don't care as much about the awards, right? Like, when I want to talk about the Grammys with people, I want to know what people thought about the performances. Sure. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, you know, and, and honestly, why they're there. Um, Trevor Noah, who hosted it, that's kind of the beginning. Like, he actually said that in his opening monologue. Basically, like, you guys can't go to concerts. So we're going to bring a great concert to you. And I would say they delivered on that. Um, I thought that there were some amazing performances and some that I think surprised people who maybe like, for example, everybody on Twitter was talking about Dua Lipa. Yeah. Like, I don't know that people knew what a Dua Lipa was or like maybe you knew some of her music. Mm -hmm. But this performance definitely introduced people to Dua Lipa. Yeah. It was interesting to see how... um they like it was still a performance so there were there would be backup dancers and everything but like clearly not a ton of people and you didn't have like crowd screaming but sometimes like during some of the performances mm-hmm. you would hear people hooting and hollering in the back background so you know it was definitely a sort of variety of experiences it was a very it was interesting it was different than what we're used to like you said and um 
Yeah, it was just it was it was interesting. But in terms of like, if you are a person who loves live music and you've been craving live music, there was good live music and there were some really interesting and provocative performances, which I think is um, a thing that musicians are poised to do in a time like this is like process what we're going through as a nation through their music and through their performances. Mm -hmm. And I would say, honestly, if you haven't watched um, and I know I would not normally gravitate to this because I don't didn't know what what a little baby was, but if you watched Lil Baby's performance last night, mm-hmm. it definitely was a commentary on the world we're living in yeah. right now. Yeah, and it was really well done. It was very interesting, um, and so I I almost feel like there was there were some moments that the Grammys could do this year because of sort of the weirdness of pandemic Grammys. What did we do last year for the Grammys? I can't remember. Did they cancel them? No, because they're in February, so oh, they happened right. before okay. everything else happened. Okay, so here we are like a year out, and uh, we had our weird Grammys. We've had weird all the other uh, all the other shows. Yeah. It was the Grammys' turn to have their weird award show. And I would honestly say, for me, this Grammys was the least weird award show. Yeah. Well, and it feels like we're finally getting to a place where people are... You know, like, let's not just all have a bunch of heads in boxes. Let's, you know, and I think that is also helped by the fact that mm, there are ways to accomplish, you know, a performance that we wouldn't probably have been comfortable doing a year ago. Right. Absolutely. Here's the other thing I wanted to say. Well, okay. Did you? I'm sorry. I'm plowing through. Did anybody else want to share any thoughts on performances? No, I did. I did watch uh, several of them, and I, I, um, the New York Times has a piece that they've like laid, like their pop culture, pop music, uh, culture critic, like sort of laid out, and you can watch the performances mm-hmm. and read about, um, you know, some of the behind the scenes stuff. And so I watched several of them, but I will say that, um, the what? How do we say this song? Yeah, that it was. <laughs> I just found that that particular performance to be fun because, like, that just sounds like you know whatever. Um, because again, it's such a different way to do a performance, but you've got these different performers and this song, and like mm-hmm. they just had to do. They had to accommodate the world as it is, and they were still able to make the performance amazing and so and that's because i think of the women um you know behind the song that are so talented and also because i just kept thinking like well how are they gonna do and like just the way that they maneuver like the words and maneuver the movements and maneuver like all of the maneuvered some movements (laughs) sort of the um you know hula hoops that they were jumping through to accomplish everything was Fun to watch. It was so interesting to watch. And I will tell you what's also really fun is to watch the reaction of people who are watching the Grammys who maybe didn't know what a WAP was. Yeah. And oh, is I'm sure. watching right? this video. What is that? Or this per- live performance. You know, and I do believe, and we're not going to get into the conversation, but I do believe there is a conversation that well, we're not going to get into it, but that deserves to be had about... um about that song and about that performance and about why that's sort of revolutionary um, and and whether it sort of straddles the line between just outright disgusting and women's power yeah. or women 
you know, uh, sort of succumbing to a culture that sexualizes women. Who knows? I don't know. But like, there's a conversation to be had about it. Yeah. Um, but people don't want to have conversations. No, I don't know if you've met the world. They just want to go, I don't like that. That's weird. What is that? Yeah. But, oh, it was quite the performance. Um, I did want to say, as ter- in terms of, like, host, Trevor Noah, I thought was amazing as a host. He had high energy on a weird in a weird sort of way because they weren't doing it normal. Yeah. Um, he kept the energy throughout. And then I do just want to say one more thing about the weird COVID measures that they took. Okay, you guys, uh, I bet the majority of those people have been vaccinated. Yeah. So that was all for us. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of that going forward. Yeah. Just to keep people aware. Yeah. That so that's what, how we're that still went. in a pandemic. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, what is your favorite board game and why? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, oh, oh.